Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Early, but chance for some isolated showers late morning continuing throughout the day. And a mild day, too, at 60 to 65 degrees with a gusty breeze out of the south. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. And we've got 41 degrees in Bowie, 44 in Leesburg, and it's 46 degrees outside the WTOP studios at 159. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Back. Matter. Hello and good morning. I'm Rich Hunter. Coming up, a bill that could clear a path to bring the commanders back to D.C. is set for a House vote. A Maryland toddler killed in a shootout earlier this month. Police have made yet another arrest in the case. Also, 11 pedestrians have died on Virginia roadways in just over two weeks. I'm Kate Ryan. Finding a way for middle schoolers to start classes later. I'm Scott Gelman. The Caps are winners tonight, 6-3. It is 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. President Biden and congressional leaders will try to reach some kind of compromise that will keep the government funded past Friday. Border security funding will likely be in the spotlight in Tuesday's meeting as both President Biden and former President Donald Trump are traveling to the U.S. southern border on Thursday. Speaker Johnson recently accused the president of creating the record level of migration and now only wanting to deal with border security because it is an election year gimmick. Bo Erickson, CBS News, Washington. Republican primary voters in Michigan will decide tomorrow between former President Trump and Nikki Haley, says CBS's Aaron Navarro in Detroit. Though Nikki Haley had come here after her loss in her home state of South Carolina, had held two rallies Trump is still the standard bearer for the GOP, is popular in this battleground state of Michigan among Republican-based voters. So he's expected to win that primary. Prosecutors have asked a judge to restrict former President Trump's ability to make public comments about his criminal trial in New York City. CBS's Graham Cates has that. The filing asked Judge Juan Marchand for an order barring Trump from commenting on any prospective jurors in the case known or any foreseeable witnesses and prosecutors besides Bragg himself. The DEA is taking new steps in the fight against the fentanyl crisis. CBS's Nicole Skanga has spoken with DEA official Scott Olton. How do criminals make counterfeit pills look real? So what they do is they buy specific dyes and punch kits that have the markings that mimic pharmaceutical preparations. A New York State intelligence bulletin obtained by CBS News assesses drug traffickers will likely increase domestic pill operations, driven by profits and the ability to maintain an undercover operation. It could reach 75 degrees in Chicago on Tuesday. Tanya Sepulveda has been soaking up the rays by Lake Michigan. I would have expected snow. It was snowing last week, so I was expecting that to carry on, but I'm grateful for what we've got. <laughs> but it's back to below freezing temperatures on Wednesday. On a dark desert highway, cool in my head. Eagles founder Don Henley was asked on the stand about the time a naked 16-year-old girl overdosed at his home in Los Angeles in 1980. Henley was arrested and pleaded no contest to a misdemeanor charge of contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Henley's been testifying at a criminal trial over what he claims were stolen, handwritten draft lyrics to the song, the classic song, Hotel California, and other big Eagles hits. This is CBS News. 
Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. It's 2.03 a.m., Tuesday, February 27th. It is 46 degrees, and we've got some rain coming in later today. Hello and good morning. I'm Rich Hunter. The top local stories we're following this hour. Our top local story, the House is set to take up a bill this week that will decide the fate of the old RFK Stadium site and potentially the next home of the Washington Commanders. RFK Memorial Stadium Campus Revitalization Act will hit the House floor Wednesday, according to a spokeswoman for D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton. She is co-sponsoring the bipartisan legislation alongside Representative James Comer of Kentucky. The spokeswoman posted on X that the bill would, quote, allow the land where RFK Stadium sits crumbling to be used for a new stadium, parks, commercial or residential purposes, unquote. The bill would let D.C. enter a 99-year lease on the site with the National Park Service, meaning the city could redevelop the area or possibly use the land to lure the commanders to build their next stadium there. A fifth person now faces murder charges in connection with a shootout in Langley Park earlier this month that left a two-year-old boy dead. 25-year-old Nilsen Granados Trejo is charged with first- and second-degree murder and the death of Jeremy uh, Cuceres. Uh, the boy's mother was also hit by stray gunfire and survived. The shooting happened on the night of February 8th as two groups exchanged gunfire, striking the toddler and his mother who were walking nearby. It is 2.05. It has been a deadly year so far in the roads in some parts of northern Virginia, WTOP's Kate Ryan reports. According to Virginia State Police, there have been 20 pedestrians killed since the start of the year. And as of Monday, there were 11 in just over two weeks. Matt Demline, a spokesperson with the state police, told WTOP. There really hasn't been a pattern. They, they varied in all types of conditions. But the data shows there were two in Prince William County. Demline says police urge drivers to use extra caution when visibility is an issue, yield to pedestrians in a crosswalk, and never pass a stopped vehicle at a crosswalk. Police also say pedestrians should cross at crosswalks or intersections and never assume that drivers can see you. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. D.C.'s downtown area has not been nearly as busy as it was before the pandemic. City leaders say something has to be done to attract more visitors than residents. And they're proposing a five-year plan that will cost hundreds of millions of dollars. D.C. leaders released new details about a $400 million plan to revitalize downtown. The biggest chunk of funding, $82 million, would be dedicated to driving up numbers of visitors by improving streetscapes, cultural districts, and the arts. The plan includes $54 million for adding and improving parks and open spaces, $45 million for attracting and retaining new office users, and $31 million for public safety initiatives. Mayor Muriel Bowser. While we recognize the need to adapt and pivot, we don't want to send the message that our downtown is a ghost town because it's far from it. Though she says intervention is needed as annual tax revenue generation in downtown D.C. has already fallen by more than $200 million since 2019. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Student grades and behavior tend to improve when they start the school day later in the morning, according to the latest research. That's why Fairfax County is considering ways to push back middle school start times without causing headaches for parents and bus drivers. The goal is to have all middle schools in Fairfax County start at or later than 8 a.m. Right now, they start at 7.30. We have documented research that shows things like 
a later school start time can be equivalent to an additional couple months of education. Tatia Prieto is with the group helping the county figure out ways to implement a possible change. They are going through biological changes and that includes changes to their preferred and, and most beneficial sleep patterns. But the challenge will be finding a way to make a change that doesn't require more buses or impact other school start times. There's not a lot of extra cash laying around. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. New start times could be in place by the 2025-26 school year. The Fairfax Connector strike continues today. This means bus service will remain suspended and riders should seek alternative transportation arrangements. More than 600 Fairfax Connector bus operators and mechanics have been on strike since Thursday of last week in protest against contractor Transdev for what their union calls unfair labor practices. They are pushing for higher pay, more sick leave, and retirement security. Monday, the union and Transdev met, met to continue contract negotiations but did not reach a tentative agreement. Federal mediators are expected to attend the next scheduled session of contract talks on March the 6th. And coming up after traffic weather, Google is feeling the heat from a federal judge. It is 2.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic of weather on the 8th. Let's go to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Quiet ride continues all through the DMV. No accidents reported, but lots of work zones, including up and down the 95 corridor in Virginia, southbound side, South Adele Boulevard. You're going to find the bridge deck repair, the central lane, right lane blocked. And then another work zone has popped up, southbound 95, south of Quantico. You're going to find, again, the central lane, right lane, and the right shoulder all blocked. This they call new road construction, northbound 95, between Lorton Road and the Fairfax County Parkway for surveying operations with the right lane and right shoulder closed. New road work on northbound 95 is down in the Fredericksburg area. It's in areas between Virginia 3 Plank Road heading out past Warrington Road US 17. The right lane and the right shoulder are closed. On the Beltway, that works on causing trouble on the inner loop north or started south of the toll road heading north of the Georgetown Pike. That particular work zone has been cleared. And also the work zone on the uh, American Legion Bridge that was new road construction causing lanes blocked in either direction. That likewise has been cleared. However, the ramp from the northbound side of the George Washington Memorial Parkway to the outer loop, that remains blocked because of the overnight road work. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru, Solterra, Hyundai, Ionic, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP traffic. And now let's go to 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Temperatures this morning not that cold at all. We're starting out between 45 and 50 degrees and later today up into the 60s, 60 to 65 degrees, but it's not going to be quite as pretty as yesterday. Today I've got mostly cloudy skies and isolated showers starting late morning, continuing with scattered showers for the afternoon and evening and a gusty wind too. It's going to be fairly breezy during the afternoon and a gusty wind continues also on Wednesday. I'm forecasting 70 degrees with more rain. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now we've got 46 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no interest, or six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. We've got money news at 10 and 40 past the hour on WTOP. Here's Joan Doniger. 
This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. A federal judge may not buy Google's proposed $700 million settlement with states and consumers over claims the Google Play Store app abuses its market power. The judge says he is not saying it's a bag of nothing, but he calls it a bag of not great because he says it seems to give short shrift to consumers in terms of compensation and takes the company off the hook in future lawsuits. Disney's film business has been struggling. Its latest superhero picture, The Marvels, did not deliver at the box office, and Disney lost the top spot in box office sales last year to Universal Pictures. So Disney's president of film production is leaving. He'll be replaced by the head of its Searchlight Pictures unit. Expedia is planning to cut 1,500 people from its workforce. The travel booking company says that's part of an organizational and technological transformation. And people splurged last quarter at the Mediterranean fast food chain Cava. Same-store sales came close to doubling what analysts thought they'd see. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Joan Doniger on WTOP. Many people over the past decade, I should say coming up on WTOP, many people over the past decade have cut the cable cord to save money by going the streaming route. But the question has become, did you really save any money? We will go in depth with CNET for the answer next. It is 212. Tom has been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. I was really starting to worry. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Calling all dog lovers. Mark your calendars for April 20th and join the community at Orinoco Bay Park in Old Town, Alexandria for the third annual ALX Dog Walk event. Join up with 500 furry friends for a scenic two-mile walk down historic Union Street and along the picturesque Potomac River and stride together towards a plastic-free and sustainable future. Explore a sustainability festival and enjoy music, an amazing goodie bag, dog competition with prizes, activities, bubbles, baked goods, and so much more. Register at ALXDogWalk.com today. It is 2.13. Here's a fun fact for you. The average chameleon can point their eyes in two different directions. On the other hand, the average human can't. So unless you're a chameleon, there's absolutely no way you can focus on texting and driving at the same time. So don't do it. Unless you're a chameleon. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Are you prepared for an emergency or disaster? Because it's not a matter of if, but when. Don't find yourself saying, when the storm rolls in, my time to find a pet-friendly evacuation center will have run out. The scorching heat wave will leave me powerless to cool my insulin. I'll face a hurricane without meds. Now that's a tough pill to swallow. Let's prepare so we all have a better story to tell. Get started at ready.gov slash older adults. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Coming up, a very well-known group with origins in the Confederacy could lose their tax-free status in Virginia with a bill going to Governor Glenn Youngkin's desk. More news in 60 seconds. 
Hi, I'm Peter Sagal. When we were growing up, my two brothers and I just loved our Uncle Ted. He was like a really cool big brother who always brought around the best toys and took us to the best places and with whom we always had the most fun. It was odd, though, when we got older to realize he wasn't nearly as outgoing and adventurous with other adults. I found out much later that this might have had something to do with the ostomy bag he wore ever since he was diagnosed with Crohn's disease as a teenager and had part of his lower intestine removed. Theodore Skolnick, my Uncle Ted, died last year at the age of 80, never having once mentioned his illness to me or my brothers. He left a large bequest to the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation to help fund better treatments for these diseases and also to help other people, old and young, seek and get help for the situation that he was never able to talk about. Don't feel you need to hide your Crohn's or colitis. Go to spillyourguts.org to learn more about the treatments available and even find a specialist. That's spillyourguts.org. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 2.15. I'm Rich Hunter. Thanks for being with us. With apologies to Shakespeare, to stream or not to stream, that is the question. Have you added up how much of your monthly credit card bill goes to streaming services and Internet access? For some of us, it could be hundreds of dollars. And while it's nice to have all, the, all these shows at your disposal, there's only so much time in a day, and it's highly unlikely you're able to watch everything. Courtney Jackson is a senior editor at CNET. She tells WTOP's Dimitri Sotis, if you got rid of cable a while back, you may now be paying more for all that streaming. With the increasing prices of not only streaming services, but also Internet prices, most customers are paying way more than they were five to ten years ago. And so, like, the cable bundle that you got rid of, that was cheaper then? Yes, way cheaper. But I will mention, one of the things we're starting to see is that cable companies are becoming more competitive in their pricing. So you'll see some lower, I would say, entry points if you get a cheap bundle from a cable service. And sometimes it's comparable to what you see with streaming and internet well that's quite a throwback <laughs> courtney to go back to that for if, if people choose to but let's stick with streaming here as long as so many of us have subscribed why are these companies charging us so much more is it as simple as they can it really boils down to the content that they put out so and they pass that cost on to consumers so for example netflix creates a lot of in-house content and that costs money the production costs um and also we'll say a service like max or YouTube TV, they have to purchase rights to stream live sports. A lot of times, that's where you're going to see a lot of the price increases because of the type of content that they're streaming. You know, you may be a huge basketball fan, but not so much football and not so much comedies. I'm just picking stuff out of thin air, whereas maybe I have to have my NFL and I also have to have some of the the biggest shows on Netflix. So do you have to do like an an inventory based on what you like and what you're actually watching? Because I can guarantee most of us are not fully watching all of the things that we're subscribed to. Sadly, yes, you do have to do an inventory, especially if you're a sports fan. One of the things that we suggest is to pick a streaming service that you know will be your default. So it could be Disney Plus, it could be Netflix. For others, it may be a live TV streaming service like Hulu Plus Live TV, which also gives you access to its on-demand catalog from Disney Plus and Hulu. But in terms of sports, the rights are rotating so much, it's very hard for customers to keep up. You see that how Prime Video has football, so does Peacock. 
Peacock. And then there's basketball from TNT on Max. So it's kind of hard to keep up. And then throw in the cost of your regional sports networks and things can get pricier. What other recommendations do you have uh, by way of saving money? Do you just take a look at that credit card bill and say, you know, it's been two months since I watched anything on Netflix. Maybe I really don't need it. One of the things that we recommend is to rotate your streaming services every month. We do publish a guide each month to sort of let people know what's streaming on each platform every month. That way you can have an idea of what's worth your money. The other thing we recommend is to use an app like Just Watch, and that sort of tells you when a release is coming to a specific streaming service. So then you'll know you don't need to subscribe to Max until House of the Dragon comes out until the summer. Of course, you also want to look for discounts and deals. Your wireless carrier may offer a discount. Your credit card may offer a discount or sometimes a free subscription. But it's really up to the consumer what you want to keep. That's Courtney Jackson. She's a senior editor at CNET. She joined us on Skype. Read more of CNET's tips for saving money on streaming at WTOP.com. Search streaming. Traffic and weather together. Let's go right to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Rich. On uh, 95 southbound in Virginia, just south of Dale Boulevard, you're going to find that the bridge deck repair, the center lane and the right lane are closed. Not seeing any major delays because of this. And then watch out for more road work on southbound 95 south of Quantico. The center lane, right lane, right shoulder, again, all closed. This is because what they call new road construction. Northbound 95 uh, down in the Fredericksburg area between Plank Road, heading just north of Warrington Road. The right lane and right shoulder closed because of road work. And then northbound 95 in the area between between Lorton Road and the Fairfax County Parkway, right lane, right shoulder are blocked. In Maryland, uh, we're going to head into Frederick County, where U.S. 15 single file traffic past the roadwork near Clay Street, just after the Maryland-Virginia state line. That's out in Point of Rocks. Watch out for possible flaggers in that area. Also, eastbound 70, just south of Frederick, both ramp lanes to southbound 270 are closed because of roadwork, and then 270 either direction at the Buckystown Pike. Right lane gets by the work zone. That's, again, in either direction. In Montgomery County, both directions of 270 near Comus Road. Left lane is blocked with multiple lanes open to the right. That's in Clarksburg. Also in Clarksburg, the Rockville Pike, Maryland 355 closed northbound between Redgrave Road and Clarksburg Road with alternating traffic on the southbound side, but not seeing any major delays. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. And now let's go to 7 News Chief uh, First Alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Forecasting two more mild days coming our way. Feeling a lot like spring, but before it's back to reality for Thursday and Friday, the end of the week, it's definitely going to feel cold. Right now, this morning, we've got 45 to 50 degrees out there with a little patchy fog. Later today, mostly cloudy skies, so not nearly as pretty. But our temperatures will be between 60 and 65 degrees. Expect isolated showers starting mainly late morning and continuing throughout the afternoon with some scattered showers right through the evening. Higher chance of rain comes on Wednesday, especially late. It's a steady rain from 3 to 8 p.m. and a gusty wind, too, with winds around 30 to 40 miles per hour. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now we've got 44 degrees in Manassas, 47 downtown at Metro Center, 43 in Frederick, and it's 46 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Gutter Helmet. Don't overlook your home's gutter system. Call Gutter Helmet by Lednor Home Solutions at 888-5-HELMET. Coming up on WTOP, one area school system is taking new action to keep drugs out of their schools. That story in the minutes ahead. It is 2:22. Stomach cancer is often misdiagnosed as acid reflux, indigestion, or an ulcer. 
Because of this, most stomach cancers are found in late stages when there are little to no options left for treatment. I'm not a health care provider, just a young mother who lost her husband to this cruel disease. If you or a loved one is experiencing persistent symptoms that can be really common, such as heartburn, having trouble swallowing or indigestion, you should seek help with a gastroenterologist as soon as possible. You can also contact nostomachforcancer.org for more information. Calling all dog lovers. Mark your calendars for April 20th and join the community at Orinoco Bay Park in Old Town, Alexandria for the third annual ALX Dog Walk event. Join up with 500 furry friends for a scenic two-mile walk down historic Union Street and along the picturesque Potomac River and stride together towards a plastic-free and sustainable future. Explore a sustainability festival and enjoy music, an amazing goodie bag, dog competition with prizes, activities, bubbles, baked goods, and so much more. Register at ALXDogWalk.com today. At WTOP, our listeners matter. WTOP is better than ways when it comes to traffic. I simply love WTOP traffic as the number one source for me. WTOP, Washington's top news. It's 223. Legislation that would end tax benefits for the United Daughters of the Confederacy is on its way to Governor Glenn Youngkin, who has not said whether he supports it. The Richmond-based women's group has helped erect many of the country's Confederate monuments. On Monday, the Democratic-led House of Delegates gave final passage to a bill that would eliminate both a recordation and property tax exemption for the group. A separate companion measure that reached final passage last week also eliminates those exemptions. The bills moved through the legislature with mostly party-line support and relatively little debate. Opponents to the legislation called it discriminatory, but supporters argued the tax benefits are out of line with 21st century values. Soon, dogs will be scanning for drugs in some local schools. Loudoun County Public Schools is partnering with the Sheriff's Office and the Leesburg Police Department for random canine team team searches in high school buildings. Starting next month, this will happen without advance notice. After a scan takes place, families will get information in a community message. D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton has introduced a bill to make D.C. eligible for some federal funding as states under two federal wildlife conservation laws. The Pittman-Robertson Wildlife Restoration Act provides funding for wildlife restoration, hunter education and safety, and multi-state conservation grants. D.C. currently does not receive any funding under this act. The Dingle Johnson Sportfish Restoration Act provides funding for sportfish restoration, aquatic education, wetlands restoration, and boat-related activities. Under this act, states receive a minimum of 1% of the total amount of apportioned, but D.C. is capped at one-third of 1%. Norton says D.C. has roughly 7,800 acres of parkland and should be eligible for the same funding as the states. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. And there's Rob Woodfork. The Capitals wore special black jerseys to the arena to commemorate Black History Nights and then wore out the Ottawa Senators 6-3 to help commemorate a special night for John Carlson. The 34-year-old passed Callie Johansson for the most games by a defenseman in franchise history with 984. And right as the tribute video showed up on the video board, he scored his 145th goal to pass Sergei Gonchar for the second most by a Capitals defenseman. Yeah, it's a huge accomplishment. I think it's a lot of games in, the, in a really good league. And I'm glad to do it with one team, and that's that's a special thing for a player. But to Coach Spencer Carberry, he's going to go down in history as one of the greats of all time in this organization, and arguably a, a hockey Hall of Famer with what he's been able to do in his career and what he continues to do, even at his age and where he's.